0: thirteenth, only in theaters. Your specialty. You have a talent they call genius. Can't learn it. God bestows it. Academy Award winner Jennifer Hudson.
1: I want to sing what I want to sing.
0: Is Aretha Franklin.
1: When you sing, I feel like you are talking about my life.
0: Her voice changed everything.
1: Do you see what she is? She's a miracle. Respect. Only in theaters. August thirteenth. Rated PG. Thirteen. May be inappropriate for children under thirteen. So, with the Perrys is, is going on tour. Straight is. Don't know if you knew that already. Yeah. I think we're doing 14 cities. Oh, yeah. You wanted me to say something. We're doing 14 cities. And uh, he's going <laughs> to talk about apologetics. And what you going to talk about? I'm going to preach some some Bible. And then we're going to have a live conversation with the Saints about... Something that you pick. We're gonna give y'all the opportunity to pick the conversation that we actually end up having. And
0: it's gonna it's gonna be God glorifying. It's uh it's going to be uplifting um to 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 the body of Christ. But mm. we are gonna have fun. I think so. We are gonna have a lot of fun. A lot. Also too, a lot of y'all have been trying to get the bold apparel merch, and I'm bringing all the merch on tour. yeah, oh, like, like all of it. And, you know, And we're also coming on tour with our books, with oh, yeah. my new book, uh, all of Jackie nineteen hundred books. It's only four. Uh, it's it's a lot. Um, and so man. Be on the
1: lookout, man. All right, so show notes www.withtheperries.com forward slash tour. Hi Saint and Aids. how are you? I hope you're <laughs> blessed, I hope you're highly favored I hope you're, uh, your heart rate is fine uh, I hope uh, you got at least 8 hours of sleep If you got 6, I pray that the Lord will give you all the energy and the power that you need to go throughout your day If
0: your heart rate isn't fine, I hope you're not listening to this podcast I hope you're seeking medical attention Well
1: no, just stop eating ramen noodles, you know, stuff like that Or uh, stop eating like flaming Hot Cheetos every day Those types of things. Right, right. You know, because it's just like our our sodium intake is... I don't know why I automatically
0: thought of a heart attack when you said that, but you're talking about like somebody who... Like hypertension, too much sodium. Gotcha. Everybody in my family. Right. (laughs) What are we talking
1: about? I remember when I was pregnant with Eden and I wanted some ramen noodles so bad, so I got the little pack, because the pack is what, 25 cents? Something like that. And I got the chicken pack. And then I looked at it and it said it had like six hundred and twenty-five milligrams of sodium. And I said, Oh my gosh, I would be such a terrible mother. Mother. Like, I'm fine with eating this by myself. But when I considered the fact that I would be feeding my feet, I was gonna say feces, fetus. What? I know, wrong person. When I when I thought about the fact that I would be (laughs) ingesting (laughs) six hundred some milligrams of, of sodium into my body, I thought to myself, I ate this like all this time growing up
0: speaking of pregnant the the store runs that I have been on with your random cravings oh my god they
1: actually haven't been that outlandish so you're being a smidge dramatic no
0: i'm not being a smidge dramatic you no. i went to the store when eden was pregnant this is my first time
1: i didn't know eden was pregnant
0: oh day i said eden when I you didn't was know pregnant she was <laughs> yes. when you was pregnant
1: with eden They're starting to get one apple yes one apple correct I felt so stupid. That's good stewardship. I didn't have you buy five and, I'm, and waste the. Do you know how dumb you look ringing up one apple? But, well, this I looked straight. But this is what broke. you're. This is what you're not telling people. We lived in Oak Park in Chicago, and literally, literally, the grocery store was next door to us. There was our apartment the complex. There was our apartment parking lot. And there was the grocery store parking lot. He literally just had to walk two minutes.
0: That was besides the point. One, I, have I
1: ever had, have I ever asked you blizzard. for one, have I ever asked you for one hour? <laughs> she apple? didn't even part out.
0: It's, it's, one, it was Since a blizzard. Then. It was one, it was a blizzard, and then two, I'm not even talking about how close it was. I didn't care about the di- I'm just saying how stupid I felt, ringing on one apple. Well, That's the Lord says that
1: you've been brought with a pl- price, so you shouldn't be slaves of men. It doesn't matter what people think about you because you are free and loved and fully accepted in Jesus people Christ. People
0: always got to bring up scripture
1: because it's profitable for teaching and training and righteousness. Oh, and my Jesus. goodness,
0: let's start this podcast, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's always about? useful. <laughs> what, are what do you about? mean? OK, so today we wanted to talk about fame, which is, a, I guess, a, a random topic to, to broach. But I wanted to discuss it because it's a it's a topic that I've been thinking through reading about for a couple of years now. And it intrigues me mm-hmm. not only like it intrigues me in the sense of like seeing what it does to people people on both sides so seeing what it does to the famous person and seeing what it does to the people that make people famous yeah um and it's just it's just intriguing i guess i don't even know where to start with this
0: i don't know i feel like we have some level of celebrity in the christian world of, cur- of course i feel like you famous like, that's what they say yeah yeah and I don't,
1: but, okay, so let me ask you this: How do we determine that? Who, I don't who know who or what determines fame. I don't know. Right. So I guess the is way followers, because I know people who are technically famous or have reach because of books they've written, but they don't have as many followers. But if you go to a conference where they're speaking, they have a line, right? Yeah. yeah. So how do you?
0: I don't know. I, I think I think it, it 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 varies. I think that it it. it like, it, like I said, it depends, you know, we have we I know people who they can't walk out the door without somebody recognizing them. Right. We're recognized in certain spaces. You know what I'm saying? And So I think that fame is subjective, I guess, who you uh, depending on who you, you know,
1: it is. I remember to. I remember I watched this documentary uh, that Beyonce put out some years ago where she brought these two cats from a country in Africa to teach her this dance. And when they showed up, they said, what's your name? yeah <laughs> <laughs> i said this is one of the most famous women we saw in the world yeah but there are parts of the world that don't even know her and right. so i think that's intriguing how fame is not as far-reaching as we think it is
0: um let me ask you this um i've i've heard you talk about this a lot <laughs> i heard you ran about this on, on the couch why does this topic intrigue you so much and what part of fame burdens you? So I guess that's a two part question, because I feel like you are intrigued, but at the same time burdened by it all. At the same time,
1: I'll I'll explain it this way: during the pandemic, I noticed that I started to think more highly of myself than usual, mm-hmm. and I was wondering why that was. And I saw, so I talked to the Lord. I was like, Lord, I just I feel like I'm just kind of like patting myself on the back a lot, and I just I really have a high estimation of like what I do and what I say and how I think and the wisdom I give and I and I wonder why it's different than usual. Um, and the Lord pointed me to my screen time, and He was saying you're on social media more than you were before because you're at home a lot, which means that you're receiving and ingesting more praise than you used to. Whew. And and I, so what I saw was is that my My esteem of myself was directly connected to me seeing and hearing and watching and reading everyone else's thoughts about me, which were all, for the most part, good. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I thought, man, I don't think we were created... To be praised to this degree—that's not to say that it's people's fault that they are edified and they express it or yeah. encourage. Because the other other thing would happen if I didn't know, I would feel like, man, all this work I'm doing—is yeah. <laughs> anybody encouraged? Don't
0: nobody care. <laughs> but it seems
1: as if God, <laughs> God is the only one that can be praised and still remain Himself. Mm. And so that's the fascinating part that is, is a that tweet. it it really does change us.
0: Yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah, I I, I feel like man, like. You know, for the person who says, I don't struggle with pride once I get praise <laughs> or, you know, I have this certain type of uh, celebrity or my this, my social status have, have, have grown and I ain't struggle. I feel like they capping.
1: Like, you know. Uh, or just not self-aware.
0: Or just not self-aware. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it affects us, you it know. Um, How
1: has it affected you, if it has?
0: I, yeah, I I think it has affected me uh, a lot, you know. I, I had those seasons where I was like, man, like, oh, I'm really dope, like. <laughs> People really think that I'm a great poet, and you know what? I agree. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I do think that I'm a I'm a good poet and a good communicator and all of those things. But it it, it comes a time when you start to drink the Kool Aid too much, and you it, you let it go to 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 your head, right. you know. And I had seasons where I had to tell people, like, man, I don't, I don't, you don't have to. Mm. And so, like, what for me, one of the things that helped me, I know you didn't ask this question, but this is the first thing that popped in my head. One of the things that 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 helped me was. Um, uh, one being in a local community where people didn't care who i was but also doing little things that automatically got the attention off of me yes right serving yes yeah, serving mm-hmm. or even when someone uh i meet like immediately starts to praise me for what i do mm-hmm. i immediately change the subject and i uh, put the attention back on them Mm -hmm. and focus back on them and ask them their name and talk about something else it's like because i think that what you're saying is just like social media we could do it in in our personal you know lives like we can like literally begin to just rest and soak in the praise of men yeah where it can low-key affect our hearts and our minds and make us think that we're way higher than what we are so i think we have to do the hard work of just you know
1: 'Cause I don't think that's a temptation that's unique to people who have, you know, public platforms. I, I think that can express itself locally. Yeah. Even before I had a public platform, I went to a church where I was esteemed. You yeah. know, so like people who have like giftings that are like public and praise. So usually if mm. you're a teacher a worship leader, admin don't never get praised. Right. <laughs> like, man, you be fouling <laughs> Oh them my files. goodness. How my the, goodness. the way you filled out that Excel sheet. My yeah. Lord. You keep up with <laughs> all you e- follow you on
0: Instagram. You keep up with all them emails.
1: <laughs> like they don't they don't get shouted out. But they it's should. a skill though. No, no they should. Uh, but what I'm saying is, I think locally in our communities, there's this temptation that because I am the one that's heralded and looked to, up to and talked about most, uh, it just kind of goes into... Because ultimately what it does is it, it 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 does something to your identity. And I think that one of the things about fame that I really start to, to think about is how what fame can do is that it feels like a version of love. Mm-hmm. So if someone says man like your poem or man your sermon or man your song did this to me or i follow you i love you like it, it literally feels like people love you yeah and i i think that's a part of the addiction is that i have all of these people that love me the problem with that is is that they don't love you really no. They love what you can do. Yeah. So as soon as what you is as, as soon as what you can do stops, then what? What 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 love is there really? Yeah. And so I I think the love has to be in something much more stable, secure and evidential, which is the love that God has to, towards me in Christ. Yeah. That has to be enough because if it's not enough, then I'm going to look to human beings to fill that void and yeah. they can't.
0: Yeah, that's, that's real talk. Another thing that I think is problematic with fame is how the person who becomes famous begins to drift away from reality because of multiple different things. One of those things being um, they feel like they can't relate to normal people anymore or people who don't have platforms. Yes. Right. And so, for example, like one of the things that, you know, I felt, you know, I. Um, bothered by when i first started to grow a name for myself is everybody i meet equating my real personality with arrogance because of who i am right instead of truly getting to know who i am yeah you know and it wasn't i didn't gain friends with people who didn't take the time to know me yeah and so i think the dangerous thing for the famous person is man let me stray away from these relationships that have become harder and only hang with famous people but
1: and but that's that's a temptation for every friend i know because you feel like it's harder for you to be accepted locally than it is for you to be accepted publicly Mm -hmm. um because even for people like me like, I remember when I started going to uh, that church in Chicago and I had some people think that I was being, uh, I guess, stuck up when it was simply that I was being an introvert and socially awkward. <laughs> yeah. And so what the, they 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 see the Jackie that's on Instagram and that's on stages. And they're like, oh, like she's a people person. But it's like, nah, like in a room with some people, Jackie's going to be in a corner. And so they were they were interpreting like my social awkwardness as arrogance simply because they're seeing me through the lens of social media. And that's really difficult. And so I think for everybody like that has some sort of platform, the tendency, like you said, is to drift and become a tribe with people that can relate to them, which is our tendency. We go towards communities where we feel safe. Yeah. Um. But it was Brian who warned us against that. Yeah. And he say, it is your job. You are in the position where you have to do the work of helping people see you for who you are. Yeah. You can't depend on people to do it. And And so you got to invite people over your house. You have to bring down the walls.
0: And it was tough. It was tough. It was, and and that looked like, um, we know y'all are very well known, but you know, after church, don't be the first people to leave out. Right. Associate, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, associate with the people after, after service, talk, talk to people, make yourself known, you know? And, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was difficult for me at first, you know? Uh, just uh, similar to you i had you know <laughs> a lot of church boys who just did not like me because of the way i carried myself you know what i'm saying and they didn't have a context that i didn't grow up in the church and so the way y'all talk and the way y'all communicate even the way y'all walk i'm i'm a i'm a hood dude you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and i think a lot of people took my you know my personality for arrogance because of who i was But it was just like nah. like if you really get to know me i feel like i'm a pretty pretty easy going going do i think the danger with that though and which is the reason why i pray for a lot of well-known people is because i think that those relationships that i think become harder in the local community pushes us to just always be on the road always be in front of people who can praise us publicly right or to be around people who won't challenge us personally which is why people
1: Fall, yeah. Who and, have really edifying public platforms,
0: and, and then we fall because it's it's nothing. It's nothing more dangerous, in my opinion, than a person in the Christian community who has a public platform, and the only people who are affirming who, where you are in Christ are people that you um are on a stage ministering to. In yeah, our because local community. they
1: they don't actually know where you are. No, they're uh, the only thing they're able to observe is your gifting. Yeah, and people like your gifting will always. Be brighter than your actual character. Whew. The gospel is at the center of our identity as believers. Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection over 2,000 years ago changed the way we love and care for one another. And that's what Samaritan members do every day. Care for one another with the love of Christ when a medical need arises. Samaritan ministry started in 1994 when Christians from 10 households began paying one another's medical bills. Galatians 6.2, to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ, became a foundational biblical principle on which the ministry was built. As a member, you'll have biblical affordable health care. After care is received, your medical bills are sent to Samaritan Ministries and they'll notify members to pray and send money to help you pay those bills. When the body of Christ comes together to pray, encourage, and provide for one another, burdens are lifted and God is glorified. This applies to all areas of life, including health care. Learn more at SamaritanMinistries.org slash because it's it's not hard to walk in your gifting yeah it, it's not to to write a poem to sing a song to uh i don't know sit behind a camera to play a a, a track like those things don't they take a kind of power but not not the the necessary humility needed to be humble yeah. or to be loving or to be kind yeah and so i think that we always have to reorient and recognize that the giftedness is not always evidence of intimacy. Yeah, it's just not, especially yeah. if I'm not close enough to this person to actually see how they are Absolutely. in real life.
0: And I, I think goes both. I think on both sides, like for the person who is trying to put this person like in on a pedestal spiritually because of their gifts, we have to do the hard work of knowing, like, man, that they they are pouring into us. We 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 get something spiritually from this person. But man, only the Lord and, and really that local community knows where they are. And so I think that we should take what we can get from, you know, public. Yeah. Be people. encouraged, be encouraged, but, but they don't ain't Jesus. Yeah. But don't, you know, they're men <laughs> yeah. and don't put them on a, on a pedestal because yeah, they got, you know, they booboo stink too.
1: Now I think it should be said though, that fame isn't inherently bad. No, I think that fame is something that God allows people to experience even a, a bunch of our heroes throughout uh biblical history were famous yeah. moses was famous jesus david was famous. was famous i don't know if abraham was famous he was rich uh <laughs> yeah. like solomon was famous um jesus as you said paul was famous yeah um and it's jesus who's actually impressed me the most um, there's this passage in luke 5 Where it says, um, as the report of him grew, as his name became more known, he withdrew uh, to the wilderness to speak with his father. That's a paraphrase. But it's Luke 5, 15 through 16. Mm -hmm. And that scripture has always been in my mind. Why? Because as Jesus got more popular, for lack of better words, what he immediately did was disappear to be with God. Mm. And it's just like, man, that's the model like that's that's what you do because I think especially now that uh, people make money from their platforms uh, and people's lives are sustained by what they put forward publicly. Really, we do the opposite, which is as the report grows, we lean into that so it can grow more. Yeah. But Jesus does the complete opposite, which is as the report grows, he withdraws. Yeah. And it feels counterintuitive and it can feel like that's not wise. Like, I got to support myself. I got to put myself out there. I got to post this. I got to I gotta do this. I got to keep the algorithms a certain way. But it's like, nah, like Jesus actually shows us the person that matters more than all these people is him. Yeah. And if he is uh like for example, I'm, I'm i lost my track of pause the verse. Even like how uh in Luke where Satan tempts Jesus to turn stones into bread and yeah. he says man does not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds see, from the mouth of God. Lord. I think there's some principle there where it's okay, let's say your platform is dependent on you having some type of uh public stuff to put out. You know what right. I'm saying? So you gotta put out a song or you gotta put out some art or you gotta that's fine. Do what you gotta do. But at the end of the day either God gives you bread or he doesn't. Yeah. And so if he gives you bread, then it's God that I'm trusting ultimately to provide my need, not people. And so if that's the case, I can disappear for a year and know I'm going to be good. Why? Because God is still on the throne.
0: Yeah. I felt like that at times. I felt like, you know, man, the pressure to always post, let me stay on top of it. Let me stay on top of my social media. now I don't have any problems with just going five days without posting, Yep. you know, because I know that, The Lord is in control of, you know, my life. And also, too, like, I don't want to I don't want my heart, which I have done in the past, my heart to get used to fishing for attention. Right. Fishing for, you know, uh, (laughs) dopamine. Yeah. You know, like like, man, I can I can be content with just being at home and not looking on my social media without anybody saying anything about me. I'm still good with who I am my family, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. and my time with the Lord. And so, like, I I, I do think that the the Christian who has a public platform has to do the hard work. We've done it. Or private. Yeah, or private. Because, you know, and and that's another thing. Like, I think when we think about fame, fame is automatically in a lot of ways uh, associated with pride. But, like, we all struggle with it. A certain degree, like
1: because there's people who may not engage on social media, not because they're humble, but because they're fearful and cowardly, where they don't want people to see them as regular or or uh, mundane, and so they don't post at all. And it's like that's not humility either; it's a false humility because your your lack of engagement has nothing to do with holiness. It's simply I don't want people to judge me.
0: Wow, that's 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 deep. Or you're probably comparing yourself to the famous person so much on social media it's a they have church. a
1: standard in their mind they can't reach so they do nothing yeah
0: that's crazy do you think when do you think the christian should say man uh, what's my question when do you think uh, 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 what's my question pause okay i have a question for you how do you think um uh, a Christian should deal with celebrity or fame. What What is a healthy Christian who has fame? How does it look like? Like, does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think there's a few things. I think you have to be very impressed with God. Mm-hmm. You have to. Because if you're not impressed with God, then all of the praise will mean more to you than what God says about you. Woof um for jesus when he was when he came out that water and the father said my beloved son i'm well pleased with you Mm -hmm. and now all those in christ we get that same commendation oh my goodness if that doesn't mean enough yeah like I, i don't know what to tell you yeah i think too i think honesty with god i think you have to tell god that you love the praise You have to tell God what is doing to you. He knows already. And so the confession isn't telling him something that he's ignorant of. It's simply giving room for God to now fill in those spaces uh, and and be the bread that you need and be enough for you. Uh, Community, having real friends that love you for who you are, Um, opportunities to serve that you're not applauded for. Uh, is a big deal deal too. And then I was going to say, I think uh, I've tried to be very intentional about sharing my platform. Yeah. And so what I see sometimes is people hoarding their platform because they don't want to give room for anyone else who is in their same lane to supersede them.
0: Which is, you know, I love the scripture, Philippians 2, 5. That's the definition of humility. Right. Christ did not count himself with God, the kind of quality of God to be grasped, but humbled himself, but emptied himself or whatever. And so that's what humility is, is this privilege, which fame in a lot of ways is a privilege and letting a lot of that privilege go to serve someone else who don't have that privilege. Yeah.
1: It's a position of power. It's a position of power. And if I have the power to give attention to you, um, so that the Lord can extend your territory however He sees fit, I need to be willing to trust that this is this isn't about competition. This is about this is about love at yeah, the end of the day. Absolutely. And so, I, like, just, and the
0: advancement of the gospel. Yeah.
1: That's the thing I remember I remember when that that got to me is uh maybe two thousand ten my friend got signed to a record label, and this is right when I had started rapping, and I was jealous because I was like, I rap better than her, like <laughs> like how she gets signed, and i didn't I didn't get signed, and I felt like the Lord was telling me I'm paraphrasing what he said, but isn't it interesting how you say that you care about my glory? But then when I use your friend in a way for my glory, you don't like it. Oof. Like you you it, it it's literally like I'm saying, God, I want you to I want I want to be like I want you to glorify yourself through me in the ways that I like that I want. But when you do that through other people, now nah, I feel away. Yeah. So it really wasn't about glory at all. It was just about you. Oof. And so I, I think that's a part of when when you love Jesus and you love the gospel and you want his fame to go throughout, there is no competition. Mm-hmm. We are all doing doing the same thing that's good. which is going therefore and making disciples of all nations and baptizing them in the name of the father and the son and the you holy ghost you better quote
0: the whole scripture
1: on period and so that hoarding stuff
0: quoted you heard quote the whole that
1: scripture? has to stop um i don't like that
0: another thing though that i see I, I i think the the person who has some level of celebrity or fame in the christian community is just in period but i you know it's hard to talk to non-christians but you know but I think we have to do the hard work of not trying to be what people expect from us.
1: People who have some some publicity, yeah, yes. Cause I I, I think, think pastors' kids feel that the most.
0: <laughs> absolutely, because <laughs> I think that I think the temptation is to to be what people expect, mm. and every time we be what people expect, it's harder for us to be known truly. Mm. Yeah, but, right. As you, c- you as you really are. Yeah. yeah, and so nobody really knows you because you put on this that's true this 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 person i was talking to a friend who just went to a very famous famous friend uh person house or whatever and he said this person came down the steps and like literally looked like the person who was in the videos for like the last however many years yeah
1: his his whole demeanor was performative
0: his whole demeanor was like man came downstairs in his house Shirt open, glasses on. It's like, yeah. why you
1: got glasses
0: in in your house or whatever, and you know, and, and so, and he was like, man, like I, I stayed two and a half hours at this very famous person's house,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I didn't feel like I, I, I knew him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't, I don't know nothing about him. You Which know what, what I
1: said to you was, I bet it's very vulnerable for that person for you to see him as he is and not as he's always presented himself as. Oof. Yep which is which is what I think you're saying and and that's the irony of um fame I think is that at the same time that it makes you very egotistical it also makes you very insecure. Yeah. When the praise matters a lot, yeah. so does the lack of it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it makes you just in like it just makes you insecure and like it's a lack of stability there but, when we depend on people to boost us up. But
0: look at that look at the irony of that. It's almost like drugs. Oh yeah, it's dopamine. It is dopamine. But it's, it's almost like drug like the, the 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 praise is like the high.
1: Yes. And, oh, and, 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 and the, not getting it is a crash. And the
0: fear of the fear of not getting that praise, it's like cold turkey. Yeah. And so I and, and, and I think that's where the insecurity comes in. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, man, like if if I'm vulnerable and I'm, and I'm myself. Mm-hmm. The, this this person is going to think less than me than they think of me about me on Instagram. Yeah, it's and true. that's just that's just a horrible life to live. It's you know terrible. what I'm saying? And so, like, man, I I me personally, I don't ever want to get the get that famous while I have those type of temptations. If if I'm afraid, well, I think to as long myself, as you
1: going out here and telling people that Jesus is God, I, I don't think you. will yeah, don't have to worry
0: about that. Yeah, I think that not to not to change the subject, but I think that for the famous Christian, everybody don't have to do what I do, but for the famous Christian who wants some humility, do some street evangelism.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm so serious. It's true. I'm don't so nobody serious.
1: know who you are. Don't ne- like, Neither do they care.
0: Half of the people don't know who I am, and a lot of them hate me. That's true. A lot of them hate me and that's the reason why I love street evangelism so much. Because I'm on all these I'm on the PIA tour in front of all these people. I got all these followers on Instagram. People love me for my writing. And then when I go talk to the atheist, you are a hole. I hate you. Die. <laughs> Die and go to no heaven because it doesn't exist.
1: <laughs> Die and go to no heaven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like you you need that, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, and so I love it. I love that for that reason. And maybe I don't even I haven't even thought about that until this day. But like maybe street evangelism has kept me grounded in some ways.
1: Hmm. That's good.
0: Maybe yeah. So you know, if I, you out there, go go talk to somebody on the street and tell them about Jesus.
1: Yeah, and I I think just also being reminded of uh, I think that's in Corinthians where Paul where he uh he comes at the church in Corinth because they over here like I follow Apollo's I follow Cephas I follow Paul. He's like who are we? Right. He's like ain't none of us die for you. Right. And I I I think that's that says a lot which is man like at the end of the day the only one famous in heaven is Jesus. Yeah. And so uh, let us function that same way now. It, it is worldly. To treat people differently according to you know their their power or their riches that that's literally called favoritism and it's a worldly thing it's not what Christians should do that does not mean don't honor people that have served you well but it is to say man like the person that got zero followers and the person that got a million followers are both made in God's image and both have value and so at the end of the day it is what it is yeah so hopefully that encourage people
0: and lastly i I just want to say like i think that i think that for the famous christian you know the popular christian i think sometimes pointing back to jesus can make them look way humble and saying, you know, it's not about me, it's about the Lord. And people can <laughs> praise them even more. But I think about John the Baptist. Like, when he was praised, and he was like, no, nah, like, the man who comes after me, I'm not even worthy enough to tie his sandals right. or whatever. And I think it's a difference than how he pointed. It wasn't his false humility. He literally, like, was like, man, like, he could have he could took the praise. He couldn't have said nothing. You know, yeah. he, I don't think he would never necessarily would have been wrong. But I I do think that that there is a way for us with true humility to, to reject praise and to redirect it to the one who should be praised. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I think that we, we have to be creative sometimes in how we do that, we do. Um, you know, and not be, uh, 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 what's, what's, what's the word? Uh, fake humble. Yeah. You know, but do it in a way that, that really points back to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So whether that's going in your closet and like, literally like just not, receiving the praise from others and then when you do like directing back to jesus i don't know but just we have to do the hard work of just man directing the praise back to jesus at the end of the day
1: amen well
0: that's 30 minutes
1: sound like it sound like it (laughs) bye y'all peace the gospel is at the center of our identity as believers Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection over 2,000 years ago changed the way we love and care for one another. And that's what Samaritan members do every day. Care for one another with the love of Christ when a medical need arises. Samaritan ministry started in 1994 when Christians from 10 households began paying one another's medical bills. Galatians 6.2, to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ, became a foundational biblical principle on which the ministry was built. As a member, you'll have biblical, affordable health care. After care is received, your medical bills are sent to Samaritan Ministries and they'll notify members to pray and send money to help you pay those bills. When the body of Christ comes together to pray, encourage, and provide for one another, burdens are lifted and God is glorified. This applies to all areas of life, including health care. Learn more at SamaritanMinistries.org slash the Perrys.